Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport, it's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is ZFM Sport on a Wednesday, Wacky Wednesday. We call it here on the show. And it's going to be a good one. Uh, Chris Meadsy in the house. Alois Bunjira will join us. My name is Barry Manandi. And, of course, the man who pulls all the strings is Sean Tafirenika. On the show today on the home front, Lady Chevron's head coach, Gary Brent, believes Zimbabwe's failure to qualify for next year's ICC T20 World Cup, despite having an impressive tournament, was due to the team's lack of exposure in playing high-pressure matches. In our power profile, which is always is brought to you by Cardinal Properties and today is no different. We feature arguably the greatest Formula One driver of all time, Michael Schumacher. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from England, Northern Ireland and France. And in the beautiful game in the second half of the show, Spain coach Luis Enrique says he's delighted as Alvaro Morata's late goal earned La Furia Roja. 1-0 win in Portugal and the last place in the Nations League finals. Brazil coach Chiche has accused Tunisian defender Dylan Bron of intentionally attempting to injure Neymar during a friendly between the two sides ahead of the upcoming World Cup and Lionel Messi marked his 100th international victory with two goals as Argentina edged closer to Italy's world record unbeaten streak with a 3-0 defeat of Jamaica in a World Cup warm-up friendly in New Jersey early this morning. Hi, this is Alexandra Maseko and I'm the national basketball team captain and you're listening to ZFM Sports. ZFM Sport, uh, WhatsApp number 0731168045. That's 0731168045. We're going to be talking about the Lady Chevrons momentarily and their missing of that World Cup in that qualifier. Had a good tournament, uh, but still missing out. And then we're going to dive into uh, Dimbare, Dynamo's football club, where the allegations of match fixing uh, that have been leveled against some of the players over there. And then don't forget, later on, we've got the Cardinal Properties Power Profile. We're talking about Shumi. Michael Schumacher. But first, a local sports news roundup with Chris. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Start off with some basketball news. The Basketball Union of Zimbabwe has been awarded the rights to host the Women's AfroBasket Zone 6 qualifiers in January next year. This comes at a time when the country had already been awarded the rights to host the men's competition, which was initially meant for November, but has been pushed forward so that the competitions will run concurrently. Buzz President Joe Mujuru said both competitions will be held at the ZITF in Bulawayo. In golf news, golf starlet Keegan Schutt led Zimbabwe's charge on the opening day of the All-Africa Amateur Golf Team Championship after mastering the windy conditions to card a steady two under par 70 at Algona Golf Course in Egypt yesterday. Schutt is the highest placed Zimbabwean on the leaderboard and just three shots behind the individual 
lead held by Morocco's Al Mehdi Fokori, who carded a five under par 67. Finish off with some boxing news. Continuing on from yesterday, organizers of Kudakwashe Chiwandere's World Boxing Council title defense against Mexican Zelina Munoz, scheduled for Saturday, have been exposed for poor planning, with no one taking responsibility for the mess, which could cost the Zimbabwean boxer her title. Time is running out for Chiwandere to defend her World Boxing Council title amid accusations and counter-accusations between the promoters and the local boxing control body. Chiwandere has been in camp for the past three months, but that could all go down the drain as her promoters have failed to bring in the challenger. Yesterday we spoke, Alois, about the time in which this fight needs to happen. There's a 48-hour travel, then there's also 48 hours before the bout that the challenger needs to arrive. Today is Wednesday and it's 10 past 6. I think it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's too late. Uh, I, I think uh, the only uh, salvation or the only way they can rescue is if they can talk to the World uh, Boxing Council mm-hmm. uh, to to give to be given another postponement. You know, but that postponement can cannot be long. Yeah. Uh, probably maybe another a week or something like that for for them to sort it. Because I, I'm sure they are human, they are flexible, they they they, they understand uh, the situation. But uh, going back to to the same issue, they they, they organize this thing too late. You know, we knew about this box about a long time ago mm-hmm. and we were you know t- to be honest I myself I kept on asking the guys guys when are you when, what's when going you on when, what's going on I, I kept on asking it was like it was mm. my fight but <laughs> I was excited I was more excited <laughs> than, than they were than, than they were I kept on asking when is the fight they they waited for too for too long and too late and they didn't even hype their own fight even up to now they never mm. hyped the fight at all but uh, I don't know I, I spoke to somebody from the boxing council as well they were still trying to get sponsors to uh, sell tables and all that but I still think it's too late inching it a little bit too close we'll keep you posted on the developments on that story hopefully we'll have some good news for you the warriors the chevrons the cheetahs the mighty warriors and the sables from the pool to the track to the field we are team zimbabwe all right, we're talking this Lady Chevrons. Now, their head coach, Gary Brent, believes Zimbabwe's failure to qualify for next year's ICC T20 World Cup, uh, despite having an impressive tournament, was due to the team's lack of exposure in playing high-pressure matches. Brent uh, said that missing out on World Cup qualification in the United Arab Emirates was a disappointment, but he feels that the more the Lady Chevrons play international cricket, the more they will be able to cope under pressure. Let's hear from Zimbabwe captain Marianne Musonda, uh, who b- reflected on the team of falling short of qualification as well as the impact young players like Kalis and Lovu had in the team. I've got a lot of positives, um, a lot of lessons as well. Um, obviously, we didn't we, we didn't qualify for the World Cup, so I think that's what all that's that's what this this tournament is about, especially us getting the bigger platform and showing up on on days when it's when it's crucial. I think we can only go up from where we are now. Uh, for uh, on a personal level, I think it's. Um, it's not even anything technical. It's just you know handling the big platform, handling the nerves, um, handling myself, handling the team, managing different moments. Um, I've had low moments in my own capacity, and I've seen how that also affects the team. So 
you know it's all those small things that just need to be fine-tuned so that when crucial moments present themselves you know i'll be in a better position to handle them so i've really learned a lot you know i've been taking notes and you know i think i'm running out of pages now but it's just been a beautiful experience i'm just taking everything as a lesson obviously i haven't led in a bigger platform like this but uh, you know, kudos to senior players as well for holding me down in the technical team. Um, it's been a very beautiful experience. Mm, I think most of it is understanding where they are and understanding that I've been there before and what was I thinking when I was that age. And then we try to come down to their level and then bring them up to where everyone else is. Um, that's what I've just been trying to do. She's quite uh, game game switched on, um, you know, so she's also streetwise. So it's not too difficult to kind of just let her see what everyone else is seeing in case she's not seeing it. So it hasn't been a big challenge. Um, I've just been giving her also a platform to learn and enjoy without giving her a lot of responsibility. And she seems to be enjoying the experience and that's all I expect from her. I don't expect her to win games for us. Uh, but once I let her be free to do what she wants, she then actually automatically just plays her best and puts the team in a winning, winning position. So her contribution is quite crucial in the team and, you know, I really appreciate the player she is. See. Uh, coach and captain there talking about the same thing that we heard from Miriam Musonda in her own words but then the quote uh, from Gary Brent is that the learning at the high in the high pressure moments uh, will serve the Lady Chevrons uh, very well Chris um, let's start where she finished off which is the impact and contribution of Kelis and Lovo, mm-hmm. uh, who she says she didn't want to put too much uh, uh, pressure on her but opening the batting is pressure in itself yeah <laughs> which is which is an interesting comment but i think what's most important and what we've seen from kelis Lovu throughout um her time with the lady chevrons when she burst onto the scene i think is a lot of composure for someone of her age and experience which we mm-hmm. don't expect and especially in this tournament um she picked up a number of wickets uh 11 and 5 innings which is the best figures of three for 15 against thailand and that was in the third play uh third place playoff match right so she She's, I think, someone who's, like Marian Musonda said, calm, collected, and she's able to perform. I think what needs to happen is that we need more Kelis Ndlovus coming up. Right, I think yeah. it's great that we have a couple of green shoots, but I think for the sustainability and also to apply these learnings that the Lady Chevrons are getting, yes, the senior players are there, but when you take a look at our senior players, they're now in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. And by that point, in terms of... This is likely their last dance. They, their it? last dance. So we need we need more players who are able to come to the fore. And it's good that yes, the younger players are um, coming up, but we need more of them if we are to apply the learnings. And we talk about national teams all the time. They, mm. Every time they come back from somewhere, oh, it was a learning experience. Yeah, yeah. We need people to then apply these learnings and to have actual institutional memory, so we have the continuity. Something that Marianne Musoda said in that interview around uh, her. Uh, personal experiences and she talked about the fact that uh, for her it wasn't necessarily the technical uh, application uh, and more so the mental that that possibly Mm. let her down what are your thoughts on that especially given that the loss to Ireland was so narrow uh, and with a bit better 
technical application uh, less drop catches in the field for instance uh, yeah. I think uh, the Lady Chevrons would probably have made that final and certainly qualified for the World Cup yeah and I think what's unfortunate about um, when we're taking a look now at the Lady Chevrons and what they've been able to do just in the last sort of year where I think Zimbabwe cricket has gotten in the last year too where Zimbabwe cricket got a lot more serious about ladies cricket I think we see what could have been mm. because when you take a look at the technical aspects of our fielding our bowling our batting i think she said that it's not necessarily the technical aspects but i beg to differ <laughs> when you take when you actually watch those matches you could see a very distinct difference between how we were performing and how the other team was performing mm. so i think it's that yes the, the 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 bigger playing stage is important and it's always important for us to bear that in mind but i think when it comes to those technical aspects at this level yeah. they're critical yeah. and it needs to then i suppose that's what the grassroots movement that they're doing is for is that by the time players get to this level there's a certain level when it comes to technique that needs to be there and even at that highest level without the exposure you still need to see certain things. Yeah, so. the difference in batting, uh, certainly in those last two games, the uh, last group game against the UAE and then the semi-final against Ireland, you could clearly see that there mm. was a difference in application. And then against Ireland, if you drop, uh, I think it was four catches in the field uh, during that that uh, that match, uh, then the total is going to run away from you. Completely. But certainly the game is going to run away from you as well. But hopefully the Lady Chevrons have learned and Gary Brent will remain in position uh, and will be able to keep the games coming uh, so that that time in the middle that the the Lady Chevrons get uh, will stand us in good stead as we go for development. Always important in any sport and much more so in cricket. A quick update to Zimbabwe cricket star Sikander Raza will feature for the Chennai Braves in the upcoming edition of the Abu Dhabi T10 League which to be played in the United Arab Emirates later this year. Uh, this year's edition will be the sixth season of the innovative tournament where matches will have a 10 over aside format. Uh, with a time duration of 90 minutes. Now, who would have thought that cricket could get any shorter than T20? Well, they've found <laughs> a way. <laughs> and and now it's uh, the the length of a football match, which is 90 minutes, and Sikander Raza uh, deservedly is going to be part of that uh, 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 festival that's going to be taking place in Abu Dhabi or the United Arab Emirates, if you like. And uh, we also understand that he had a fantastic interview with uh, GQ South Africa did oh, yeah. and so his his stars rising and deservedly so isn't it Chris? absolutely I think it's also down to I think the team that he's working with in terms of his PR right they, they're really putting it they're, they're doing a good job and also he seems to have quite a bit of sponsorship I mean uh, uh, in that article you referred to the fact that he's sponsored by Puma mm. and uh, other such brands uh, very impressive I thought okay he's doing very well is Sikander Raza all right we are going on to a follow-up story about dynamos next Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my tour is Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyahunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. 
All right. So, uh, reports emanating from the Dynamo's Football Club camp are that some senior local players and foreign con- and the foreign contingent have been heavily involved in below-par performances to deliberately determine match day proceedings. Impeccable sources, well, at least uh, from what we hear, uh, have confirmed allegations leveled against one uh, of the three vice captains, together with the West African players. Uh, the local, uh, the locally, uh, the local players uh, are said to have received. Uh, said amount uh, to influence certain matches during the 2022 season and uh, the foreign contingent were promised by some executive members contract extensions at the lapse of their current deals which expire in December 2022. The sources claim matches have been influenced to ensure that coach Ndiraya and his backroom staff would face the axe for <laughs> failure to win uh. matches. And uh, Alois, some of the, the suggestions in, in these uh, uh, allegations are that um, the uh, mistake in inverted commas uh, by Taimon Vula, the Dynamo's goalkeeper, who was first choice goalkeeper against Black Rhinos and uh, at Vengere, and then other below par performances like players taking penalties that they shouldn't have taken, have all conspired and were contrived uh, to ensure that Ndiraya gets fired, and some of them were actually influenced by money. Is this cl- clasping at straws or tip of an iceberg? Straws, I should say, uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually a joke. Yeah, totally. That's this like war zone article. I yeah. think it was written by some some pseudo journalist somewhere in the in some uh, bush under the tree. <laughs> you know, honestly speaking, you know this. I saw this uh, this article and uh, I dismissed it. Uh, with, I, I do, I do, uh, however, understand uh, from club sources that there are investigations taking place uh, within Ghana. we've watched this, we've watched this team. We've we've watched the team from the beginning. From right. the beginning of the season, come on now, guys. We we discussed about this penalty and the penalties. It was one penalty mm. that is in dispute. Remember that other penalty when uh, one player went to take when he was not designated. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. And we actually said where was the technical team when this player? Because it's not like automatic. No. You don't just grab the ball and, and hit it before anyone can say anything. <laughs> you, you know, no, the, you it's, it's it's a discussion that goes on. You can actually tell. So uh, there, there's there's nothing like that. Come mm. on, let's let, let, let's be honest here. They 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 failed to live up to what the fans expected. Yeah, they 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 did that, and we 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 need you know this conspiracy theory, this conspiracy theories that come. I, I it's 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 it's, uh, it's like a job. <laughs> like really. So I have no. a, a very different perspective. Okay, I think that when we hear these sorts of statements, mm. and likelihood is these accusations and the investigations thereof are being taken, uh, you know, are, are taking place because the technical team is feeling the pressure. You're right, right. And in order to relieve pressure in any position when you have failed to perform, what do you do? You redirect. Yeah. So yeah. you create another, you, you get a scapegoat for yourself. In this case, it's the fact that players supposedly are, you know, taking money and nah, sabotaging yeah, exactly, the team, yeah. the technical team. And mm. I think it's, it's poor form from Ndiraya and his technical team if they are the ones, in fact, instigating who, it. who are instigating this because it just smacks off the fact that you have really hit bottom barrel but as a coach but, uh, if this is you know the, the kind of accusation that you are able to make. But guys there's an aspect that we haven't spoken or at least we've spoken little about 
uh, around Dynamo's Football Club. And that is, yes, uh, the technical team uh, led by Tundra Indai is probably li- fighting for their lives. Um, perhaps Ditto, the players, are also fighting for their lives because we understand some of them are on short-term contracts. They'd obviously like to renew. There's lots of money uh, at uh, Dynamo's and relative stability. But the one thing that we haven't spoken or spoken enough about is the fact that the executive itself is fighting for its life because they remember there's there are two executives at Dynamo's oh, Football yeah. Club. One led by Azayam Furutsa, the other one led by Leslie Gwindi. Could there be uh, a, a story behind the fact that one of these executives is trying to machine the ouster of the other? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how allegations of of uh, of match fixing uh, by players mm-hmm. can can lead to the ouster of the other executive. Bad, bad results. I, bad I, results. Favors, bad results favor the executive that's out of office because Yawa Iroi. No, what I'm what I'm trying to to figure out is who is who is fixing the matches. <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's the question we're trying yeah, to answer. It, 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 it doesn't. It, no, it doesn't. Of course, the other executive wants wants in. Yeah. But this cannot be uh, the push that they. I don't. I, don't, I, I really yeah. think it can, though. I think it can because in any situation, no, it can. we cannot justify no, this no, match no, fixing no, no, allegations. No. No, no we're not justifying the match fixing no allegation. Way. But what I'm saying is the other executive can literally create these scenarios because it brings a degree of chaos to Dynamo. Right. What have we seen, whether it's a country, whether it's a city, whether it's a political party, in any situation where there is chaos, there is someone waiting to capitalize on, on that the, chaos. On that and that's chaos, exactly yeah. what this could be. Now, how, how exactly do you capitalize, do, do the other executive capitalize on because a Because what they can literally say, especially to the Dynamo's faithful, who are a very strong stakeholder in this club, is to say, you know what, this executive is messing up, this is what's going on with the club, you failed to win the thing our executive would have brought deliver. glory yeah, to yeah, the class. No, that I understand. That I understand. That's that what I'm saying. to win the matches. Not that you, you created free match fixing. No, no, not that there's free match fixing in the club, so you failed. No, uh, you no. failed to win what matches. What I'm saying So this match fixing scandal cannot be <laughs> married to the other executive wanting to come in. I really I don't, think I, it can. <laughs> no, it can't. It cannot. All right, 0731-168-045. The chaos at Dynamo's causing chaos in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> 0731-168-045. That's our WhatsApp number. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, those are the allegations that have been leveled against Dynamo's players. Is it the coaches clutching at straws or is there a deeper issue at Dynamo's? But most of the times when we found chaos at Dynamo's, in fact, it has a galvanizing effect and Dynamo's has actually won championships under uh, clouds that are even worse than this one. Dynamo's Football Club or is this a club just imploding after failing to deliver upon the expectations and hopes of their fans. The Cardinal Power Profile is next. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. Power Profile on CFM Sport. The great stories of great athletes in the great events in the world of sport. Power Profile is brought to you by Cardinal Properties, Zimbabwe's most trusted property developer. All right, now our partners at Cardinal Properties, Zimbabwe's most trusted property developers, have been transforming neighborhoods 
and areas in the country for over 10 years and these include residential, commercial and light industrial properties. We've been telling you about the amazing opportunity that is Silverbrook Estate, an upmarket, low-density estate in Arua. This brand new estate delivers all the amenities you would want in an easy urban setting, shopping centers, schools, recreational areas and most importantly, the serenity of being away from the city's hustle and bustle. Now located 20 kilometers from the Harare CBD, this upmarket, low-density estate is certainly what it promises. Effortless living in Rua. We have 300 stands available, ranging from 750 square meters to 1,500 square meters in size, with the average stand sitting at 1,000 square meters. Stay tuned, and we're going to tell you a lot more about Silverbrook Estate. Z. Onto our power profile for today, and it is Michael Schumacher, who is one of the most recognized sports personalities in the history of Formula One. He holds a great portion of all Formula One records, including most victories, most championship points, a record seven World Drivers' Championship titles, making him statistically the greatest driver of all time, as well as one of the most respected figures in world sport. Michael Schumacher was born on the 3rd of January, 1969, in Hurt, North. Rhine Westphalia Germany to Rolf and Elizabeth Schumacher Michael's younger has a younger brother Ralph a former racing driver too Sebastian Stahl a racing driver is actually Schumacher's stepbrother indeed a family full of racing drivers he's got a son on the grid now uh, yeah. <laughs> now when Schumacher was four his family moved to Kirpin a working-class town near Cologne it was there that the family became involved in karting at that time Michael was given a cart powered by an old lawnmower engine by his father. It was from such a humble beginning that a world champion's career launched. Uh, Karting became a family obsession fed by the resourcefulness of Elder Schumacher and the spirit of young Michael. Uh, Schumacher attended a school in Mannerheim, uh, which he quit in the late 1980s. He then began working as a mechanic. Before that, in 1985, Michael joined Eurocart dealer uh, Adolf Neubert and by 1987 he was the German and European Car champion. He gained prominence as a racing driver who set records for the most Formula One Grand Prix victory, race victories and Formula One Series championships. He comp- competed in Formula One for the Jordan Grand Prix, Benetton, Ferrari, and Mercedes. Michael is regarded by some as the greatest racing driver of all time. And there's someone who's been trying to beat these records. <laughs> and just to show how incredible these mm. records are, it's incredibly tough to do. And not even Lewis Hamilton has so far been able to do yeah, that. certainly is. Michael Schumacher, Schumi is, has been, he was a marvel to watch driving because then, uh, I think less so than now, it wasn't necessarily the, the, the power you could get out of the vehicle. If you had mm-hmm. a good car, you'd basically win Grand Prix. You had to be a good driver. Mm-hmm. And, and Michael Schumacher was certainly, and is certainly, and will always be one of the best to ever do it. Schumacher is the only driver in the history uh, to win seven Formula One World Championships, five of which he won consecutively. It's also worth mentioning that he is a holder of the records for the most world championship titles at seven the most fastest laps 77 and the joint most races won 
in a single season, 13. While Schumacher experienced unprecedented success on the track, he was also, through a combination of winners' purses and endorsements, one of the best-paid athletes in the history of the sport. His annual income was estimated at $100 million at the peak of his career. We know that money circulates in Formula One in bigger numbers now, but $100 million at the time that he was racing is absolutely outstanding. Very wealthy fella, tell you what. In April <laughs> 2002, Michael was given the title of UNESCO champion, uh, which since he strongly advocates child education, he shares this honor with former footballer Pele, uh, former gymnast Sergei Bubka, uh, that's uh, former uh, Paul Voltist, and a uh, former tennis player Justine Annan. Uh, in 2002 and 2004, Schumacher was named the Laureus World Sportsman of the Year. He has been nominated for the award six times, sharing the honor with tennis player Roger Federer. In December 2013, Schumacher fell while skiing in France and hit his head on a rock. Despite his wearing a helmet at the time of the accident, he sustained a significant brain injury and was placed in a medically induced coma. In 2019, former Ferrari manager Gene Tott confirmed that Michael Schumacher was making good progress. However, he also said that he continues to struggle to communicate and one wonders if we'll ever basically see Michael Schumacher again. It's mm. been an incredibly long time um, with no images or you know anything that's yeah. come out of his family and obviously it's a very private time I think in a very sensitive situation but one would hope that if he is making that progress we're going to see him again. Yeah I, I certainly I certainly hope so. I hope to see uh, the great one once again and uh, listen it'll just be uh, a thing to marvel uh, can you imagine uh, him stepping out uh, on the grid just before a Grand Prix oh, that yeah. will really be something our power profile for today Michael Schumacher are you looking for a property that allows you to convert your hard-earned dollars into financial return is close to all amenities and your work is priced affordably and available on payment terms if any of your answers are yes call cardinal properties today to find out more about silverbrook estate finally a project that ticks all the boxes visit our website at silverbrookestate.co.zw or call us on 0772-200-135 silverbrook estate effortless living in rua now, today, we were pleased to announce that model plans at Silverbrook Estate are available and the team at Cardinal Properties is able to take you through the plans available depending on your choice and size of stand. Now, from a range of high-quality modern architects, building your dream home from your own plans is also possible if you so desire. So, you can pick one of the plans we've got or you can design and uh, build that home you've always wanted. But that's not all. Property values in the area are actually set for a major uplift with a retail center planned for 2023. It'll have 38 stores including key anchor retail stores with some of the biggest brands in Zimbabwe. With work already having commenced on the high quality infrastructure and roads, this development offers a good return on investment and is expected to give good capital growth over time. So whether you're a first time owner or you're looking for an investment, this project, this is the answer for you. It certainly is. Now the greatest part of this awesome investment is the price 
price now. The average price of a stand is 39,000 US dollars. But you know what, Chris? Uh, the price of stands actually starts at about 35,000 uh, US dollars uh, per stand. So you need to get out there. Do yourself a favor. Just drive out to Rua. Mm. Have a look at it for yourself. And remember, there are payment terms which are available over 12 months with mortgages over five years also available through bank arrangements. Title deeds are available for all stands. So what are you waiting for? Call Josh Silcock on 0772-200-135. That's 0772-200-135. Or visit our websites, cardinalproperties.co.zw or silverbrookestate.co.zw. You'll find Josh's number on that on those websites. Uh, start your journey to effortless living in Rua at Silverbrook Estate. Another great development from Cardinal Properties. Power Profile on CFM Sport. The great stories of great athletes in the great events in the world of sport. Power Profile is brought to you by Cardinal Properties, Zimbabwe's most trusted property developer. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We begin in England where Joe Root has backed Ben Stokes to lead England to more test success and believes their new aggressive style in recent months has made them a threat to any team. England have won six of their seven test matches since Root stepped down as captain in the spring with the new leadership of Stokes and head coach Brendan McCullum guiding them to series victories over New Zealand and South Africa. In news from Northern Ireland, Rory McIlroy has called on live golfers to take a leading role in mending the fractured relationship between the sports arrival Tours. The four-time major winner has also has been one of the most outspoken critics of the Saudi-funded series. Since the new series launched in June, tensions have been high between Liv and the established PGA and European tours. Is this a role the players should be playing? I mean, somebody has to. Somebody has to, but I don't think it's the players. You know, and, I, and I think that the players are probably the best. Uh, because they're probably acceptable. Um, mm. If it were to be someone like Greg Norman, the CEO of Live Golf, oh, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't think anybody wants to listen to him. Firstly, <laughs> uh, so I think the players probably have uh, the shortest bridge uh, to try and uh, bridge the divide. We'll touch down in France, where French referee Mathieu Reynolds said he 100% stands by his controversial decision to penalise Australia's Bernard Foley for time wasting against the All Blacks earlier this month. The Wallabies were leading the rugby championship test 37 to 34 in Melbourne when Reynal awarded them a penalty close to their own post with less than two minutes on the clock. Lock, lock, yet. Ah. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. 0731 That's 0731 This one says, uh, Good evening, Team ZFM Sport. I go with Chris's perspective on the Dimbare debacle. Dimbare is run like a political party, and whenever <laughs> one cabal wants to grab control of the cockpit, daggers are drawn out, and in turn, a lot of backbiting, grandstanding, and witch hunting become the order of the day at the club. It could just be a background fight that is taking place, and in truth, they could. 
you could be right, Alois, that there's no uh, match fixing. But this is just a cloud that is uh, coming from the fighting that's happening in the background. Yeah, very. I, I, I've, I've, I've admitted that there is infighting. Obviously, the, the board that wants to come in, they, they, they're fighting. You, you know. But uh, what, what I don't want, what I don't want to agree on is to to to, to marrying uh, the scandal about match fixing. To, to because it's a non-entity for me. It's it's, it's not. It's it's it's, it's a smokescreen. There's there's no match fixing. But here. in smoke, there's, in, no, in there's smoke, no match fixing. Is it That's not number true? One. Is it not true that in smoke screens is where you can then make your moves because nobody's watching the actual uh, movement of the dollars in yeah, inverted commas. Yeah. What I'm saying is the the ones that are making the smoke screen are not the ones that are outside. It's the ones that are inside. <laughs> you okay. so that's why I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not accepting so to marry with, with the guys that want to come in. Because the smoke screen is coming from the guys that are inside. <laughs> so the guys inside are trying to save their job. Gordian no. CB in the CBD says, Dinos hasn't been that good in the league, but has been better than others other than FC Platinum. And also, if my lodger serves me well, these executives' merit don't uh, depend on results, but constitutionality. Uh, so even if the current executive is bringing results but unconstitutional they face the boot so uh, skullduggery continues and abounds at Dynamo's football club problems at Dimbare are perennial and Diraya should have seen the red flag at Dimbare when he was suspended he should have quit long back cry my Dimbare cry that's Chicha B <laughs> oh, at Bondemisha uh, we forget <laughs> we forget that, that Diraya was suspended for what was it two or three games yeah. in, in, in this <laughs> season that is now abortive so perhaps like you're like you're saying Alois uh, the internal crop actually has uh, almost sabotaged their own season that's what I think Barry. Uh, but at the end of the day I look back I start looking they're number three Oh, guys, for crying out loud, they're number three with the way they're, they're playing, their squad and everything else. I think they, they deserve a pom-pom for being number three. <laughs> what what, 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 they, what they position have, do they expect no, to be on. better than SC Bloodnam? Hold on, they have a very, very good squad. If we better talk than about Bloodnam? Player, yeah, player for player, if you look at the names that are there, the quality of players that are there, plus they experience. are at least. Quality, yes, plus experience. The quality of players, the, at the, the very least. You're looking at the names, but going by the, the quality of play at the, the way these boys are playing at the no very way. least at the very least number they three merited good. they merited <laughs> number three is good they merited finishing in front of chicken in and possibly yeah, they uh, can even, even, two finish in front even, of chicken in even to be steal. even to be closer to FC Platinum that they currently are. Gwenzi in Gweru says, Kodimbare kune politics zakai pa mbofama gadzi gona imomo mustudio, guys. The potato is too hot for your imaginations. I think I that agree is with correct. that one. That I, think, is I think with that, we'll move on and talk about other subjects. Uh, let's take a look at this one. Good evening, sports team Cristiano Ronaldo and Fernando Santo are both holding Portugal back from reaching full potential. It's now time for Portugal to not rely on their but unfortunately, it may be too late. That's Captain John Kambarami in Glenora. With that message, let's go into our international football. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. 
All right, so Spain coach Luis Enrique says he is he was delighted as Alvaro Morata's late goal uh, in, earned La Furia Roja a 1-0 win in Portugal and the last place in the Nations League finals uh, while the Czech Republic were relegated from the top tier after losing in Switzerland. Portugal winner, winners of the inaugural Nations League in 2019 needed just a point in Braga uh, to finish top of Group A2 but dropped to second as Morata tapped in Nico Williams' uh, header in on 88 minutes. Uh, football pundit Shaka Hislop says Spain's win was a smash and grab. I thought this was this game would have been more about um, who's in better shape going, going into Qatar 2022. Yet over the course of 90 minutes, I, I thought Portugal played the better of, better of the football, though they lacked a, 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 they lacked a finisher. Um, as much as you have Ronaldo in the park, he didn't offer an, an awful lot. Spain passed the ball out of the bag, but they didn't do an awful lot themselves until later on in, in the game. And as the game went on, um, kind of dragged on, at nil-nil with Portugal dominating, you just wondered if the upset was on. And that's how it proved once Nico Williams came on and then set up Alvaro Morata. So it very much was a smash and grab that if he is Spain, despite the win and the final, this close to a World Cup, I'm not sure you're overly thrilled. See. Uh, Shaka Hislop there is talking about Spain doing a lot of playing but very little incision. We did say that yesterday. Uh, it possibly just needed a smash and grab, eh, Alos? Yeah, uh, obviously, I think uh, Portugal, uh, they played the way we, we thought they were going to play. They played uh, good football and created chances. And I thought uh, Ronaldo could have been uh, more precise. He could have scored one or two. Uh, yesterday, I was, uh, was, I was very disappointed in Ronaldo. Yesterday, there was one, he was one-on-one, then one, Go, you were supposed to chip that ball. You were supposed to chip it. Is this far, is this, is this far the time now catching up with him? Yeah, maybe you know his uh, his decision making is not as sharp mm. as as, quick, as, yeah. as it used to be. It's not Even his quick, speed as off, as off speed. Uh, standing yeah. start. It's, it's, it's all just, the speed, yeah. speed of thought, yeah. speed of execution. Yeah. Uh, both both have gone have, have gone down have because decision. the real Ronaldo would have dinged that ball. Yeah. To, honestly, he could have dinged it because the keeper was already down. He was down. And he yeah, kept yeah, only yeah. hitting it under the ground. But then I, I was hit on the mouth. Nagarum room. Yeah. You know about about Murat. I was about to I was about to type. I wanted to post. That you know what, you with with a, a player like Morata, you cannot expect goals in mm. a minute later. And then he scores. But didn't we say, I, Chris, him a lot. I know we said it uh, off air, but we said as we were leaving the studio yesterday that if Morata stays in the box, he'll score a whole host more. And the one time he stayed in the box, he got a tap in. And that's exactly the issue is that Morata is not the player who wants to just stay in the box. Yeah, yeah. He, wants he wants to, to get involved. all over the park. Yeah, yeah, he, he wants play. to get... He can't, but unfortunately, <laughs> that's what he wants to do. And if he, I think, just sticks to that, exactly. I think they have they have a real goal-scoring threat. I mm. think it's... it's Unfortunate <laughs> that the other guy who's supposed to be the goal scoring threat, the yeah. fans are actually calling out to say this guy should not be coming to the world. <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo, uh, Alois, should he be dropped? No, he can't be dropped. No, not now. <laughs> Why? But he can't. He can't play ninety. No, 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 he can't play ninety. Like, like even at Manchester United, he needs to be the impact player. Yep. You know the speed at which you, you look at uh, Diogo Jota when he goes into the box, he's a, he's full of threat. He's determined. He, yes, he's, he's got this determination. Cristiano has has, has dropped a bit, but he cannot be dropped completely from the World Cup. No, there's a, there's a whole lot more. You know that people don't really uh, understand about football. Apart in from football, apart, that's yeah, Ronaldo yeah, brings. Yeah. To 
there's a lot that he brings to that team that without him they can actually fall apart you know so they yeah. need I, him and I, I but, think yeah. FIFA themselves would make a call to the yeah. team yeah. like listen yeah. you need to bring him one more time but I think yeah. what's just um Concerning is we we keep talking about how he is this threat and he still needs to be there, but I don't think, especially for this Portugal team, that his threat is necessarily on the pitch. Mm, yeah, it's it's. It, I think he he contributes a lot in terms of leadership, inspiration, and so on and so forth. But I don't think he's a ninety-minute player. I don't think that you can have him on the field for ninety minutes and expect him to no. deliver. Somebody disagrees with us. Says talk is cheap, Alois. Uh, CR7 is a goat. You can't question his decision-making. Man, yeah, listen, it, it's not sacrilege to question what we're seeing now it's not to diminish what he's done for football yeah. and what he's done in football that's before why, that, this that's why i said in his prime yeah at the top, at the top of his career he was yeah. going to score he was going to get that one in there was another one he got on the right yes. he hit it straight on the near post yes that ball was supposed to be hit across the goalkeeper the goal, yeah. honestly speaking it's not we're not i'm not dissing i'm, no, I'm I, probably yeah, i'm the one biggest of the greatest ronaldo, the ronaldo fans yeah, yeah. but there you I'm, I'm an analyst i'm a football analyst and you see it the I way yeah. yeah, and and right now Ronaldo is not contributing uh, to the team in the way that he ought to. I think that as an impact player, either let him run on, give sixty minutes to the team, or if he doesn't start, uh, give him a good thirty minutes at the end of the game and put games away. Uh, I think that's what uh, Ronaldo can contribute to Portugal. I still think that he can give something because as a fox in the box, uh, there's, there's pro- it's it's hard to find a better finisher yeah. in the game, uh, and I think he's still got that. But I think now they need to manage uh, how they utilize the old guy. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. All right, another news. Brazil head coach Chiche has accused Tunisian defender Dylan Braun of intentionally attempting to injure Neymar uh, during a friendly match between the two sides ahead of the upcoming World Cup in a fiery affair stage at Neymar's club, home of the Parc de Prince. Uh, the Selecao ran out 5-1 winners over the North African components, but it was incidents outside the, uh, of play uh, that captured attention. Football pundit Alejandro Moreno uh, says Brazil is in impressive form in spite of the incidents outside of play, uh, which marred the friendly. Yeah, there's a lot to like from Brazil. I think what you like the most from Brazil is that while other teams, and we continue to analyze other teams around the world that are considered to be among the favorites to win the World Cup, and we always seem to come back to the issue of them not having enough in the attack. Rarely do we say, well, they can't defend. No, no. When we talk about Spain, well, do they have enough in the attack? Mm-hmm. Do, do we t- when we talk about Germany, it's the same sort of question. And we can have that conversation about Portugal and every other team seemingly going into the World Cup. With Brazil, you don't have that conversation. The conversation is different for Chiche. It's who do I play? How do I choose what I think is the best group of players that can be in the front three? And how do I protect them with the guys from behind? How I set them up? This is about making the right decisions in terms of who would be the right matchup with the front three, Neymar with a free role, and then Casemiro playing in behind, and then perhaps Paqueta being the guy that is able to do the box-to-box sort of work. But he has plenty of options. Z. 
what uh, Moreno says at the end, <laughs> talking about the plenty of options, does Chiche even have to decide? Surely he can walk into that dressing room, throw a stone and say, right, anyone who's hit by the stone is starting and <laughs> Brazil will go out and win a match. I was very impressed. It's, it's, it's more thought-watering. You know, it's yeah. something, you know, you, pr- you, you, you brush your hands when you're waiting to, for a match. Uh, Especially a as a Brazil match. fan. Yeah, <laughs> as a Brazil fan, yeah. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting yeah. to actually think. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, you, 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 you can do that. Vinny Anytime, Junior, you can throw, you can throw a stone and get... Mm. But as long as Neymar is, 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 in, is in there, you put Neymar in, then you can throw a stone after, after, <laughs> after, after Neymar. Neymar. Because he, <laughs> he, he, he's got he's to be there. But yeah. it's, it's actually a very good uh, a very good headache for any coach. Yeah. You know, uh, going forward, they've got... Like, like the like analysts just said, he has said... All the other clubs, you start thinking. Ronaldo is going to be in form. Morata will click. Germany, they're not scoring as much. But you cannot, you cannot look at Brazil and think, are they going to score goals? Yeah. Well, they will score goals. Yeah. They will create goals. You can actually be worried about the defense. But yeah. you know, when the way they are set, the way they play, they are very solid at the back as well. Yeah. You know, when you look at the, the back line, so look at this, <laughs> everything is solid about yeah. Brazil. You know, I'm glad that I'm, I'm there. Uh, two, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. Two two teams seem to have probably the best balance going into this World Cup, and it's Brazil. We're just talking about them, yeah. Chris, mm. but Argentina as well oh, look like yeah. they've got a healthy balance. Oh, so yeah. those two teams are probably the ones to watch. Probably the ones to watch, and one only hopes and prays that these two teams don't meet each other too early in the competition. Mm, um, I think it. <laughs> let's fix it. <laughs> if FIFA had anything to do, if they could, I'm sure that they would. I think just the, the star rating of, first of all, the players on that team and also just the performance that they bring mm. for both of these sides, incredibly balanced sides. And again, you kind of look at them and think there's no position in terms of quality where you can doubt either. Of yeah, teams. I mean, guys, Lionel Messi marked his 100th international victory with two goals as Argentina edged closer to Italy's world record unbeaten streak with a 3-0 defeat of Jamaica in a World Cup warm-up friendly in New Jersey early this morning. Messi uh, took his international goals tally to 90 in 164 appearances after coming on as a second-half substitute at the Red Bull Arena. So, uh, here we are. We were just talking about uh, Father Time perhaps catching up with Cristiano Ronaldo. And now we've been talking about Neymar in Brazil colours, but Messi in Argentine colours still doing the business. Yeah, you see, uh, as a Brazil fan, Barry, uh, my only worry is Messi. Yeah. I, I've got this... I've got, yeah, I've got this... Uh, this uh, like premonition or yeah. this, this spiritual thing that <laughs> makes me believe that this you know is his what? time. This is his time. Yeah. yeah, there's something that actually tells that you know what? It's all working together Cup, yeah. for Lionel Messi. It, everything you know, you look at the unbeaten strength, yeah. the way they are playing, the way he is playing, at the right yeah. time. Yeah. You can actually feel, and that and this just might be the crowning moment, so that it can just silence a lot of doubters. Chris, you, 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 we, we all believe that because yes, he's playing well, but it looks like the whole of the Argentine lineup is playing mm, for, him. for him. Yes, yes, and and we saw it previously. I can't remember which tournament it was. Um, South the America, Copa America, Copa America. 
America. That's exactly what happened as well, where this team was able almost to come together, I think almost specifically to ensure that Messi gets his crowning moment. And I think having something to galvanize a team of players around is always good, much less when it's Lionel Messi. (laughs) That's our show, everybody. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. We're back on Friday for the preview show, but tomorrow, Alois will be doing an interview with the legend. Who you got tomorrow? Mofu. Mofu, second part two. Part two with uh, Mofu Chidzambwaya. Last week was fantastic. And so it continues tomorrow. Don't miss that uh, for 30 minutes uh, during the slot. Five after six, uh, down to half past six. Uh, For now, may God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Nice, Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.